Well, 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 we're back here live in the afternoons on the Clay Edwards show afternoon blast. I don't know what we're going to call this afternoon show. Some days is later than others, but here we are. Got a lot of things we can hit today. I am trying to commit to doing these every day as we build up to something a little more consistent. The times may vary, but I try my best. We're adding new platforms to this every day, uh, except today. <laughs> I should be using these as an opportunity to tinker with these other platforms. I really want to stream to Instagram and TikTok simultaneously while we do this, but you have to turn the uh, screen into the the skinny one where it's only like half your face. And I guess that ain't too bad. I'm guessing most people probably just watch these on their phones anyway, but it eliminates a big chunk of what I want to do by doing that. So uh, we will continue to explore and evolve how we do that. Plus of a, uh, you know, TikTok is by far our biggest platform with 60,000 plus followers. And they are also the most heavily censored when it comes to the kind of things that I want to talk about. And uh, to be honest, I make a decent living uh, making my little short TikTok videos. I can avoid the things they don't like in a uh, in a minute and a half video. We're doing a long form live stream. It's a little harder. Plus, uh, you know, it, it works. It serves its purpose. And uh, we can continue to build up these other platforms. We uh, got a long way to go. We got about 26,000 followers on Facebook. Well, about 32 with both pages combined, but I know there's a lot of redundancy there. Uh, 5,000 followers on YouTube. I'd love to get the YouTube up, but they're also another very censored platform. Uh, so we're on X as well. Y'all be sure you follow me on X. Here's my X account. Got the big Fafo up there. Got some stories I've shared. As a matter of fact, here we are live right here. Well, it's not a, it was live yesterday. Here's today's live. So we are there right now. So be sure to give me a follow over there. Just at save JXN at save JXN, wherever you're watching this at, uh, hit the share button, hit the heart button, the like button, the thumbs up, thumbs down, <laughs> probably not thumbs down, hit a button, let folks know what we're doing. Would love to make these things a little bit more popular. Let's jump in, uh, kind of give folks a second to get in here. They say, they say ramble for about two or three minutes and I don't want to waste two or three minutes of y'all's time any more than I already have. All right. Three minutes. We've wasted it three minutes this morning as uh, we were getting out or get, as I was getting out of the car to go in to do my radio show news broke that our very own Michael Cassidy, he ran for a congressional seat here in Mississippi against Michael Guest last year, year four last. Oh, gosh, time flies, doesn't it? I guess it's been a little over a year. You know, he went up to Iowa and he beheaded the satanic statue up there. I can never remember the name of it. Sean uh, had to look it up in the middle of the show this morning. It doesn't matter. Satanic statue. <laughs> that's what we're going to call it because that's what it is. And he has been charged with a hate crime, a hate crime for destroying a $1,500 statue. Now, you know, I know, he knows, she know, everybody know 
that if that had been a Jesus statue and somebody knocked it over and destroyed it, they in fact would not have been charged with a hate crime. But my friend and yours, Michael Cassidy, uh, we were grateful enough for when he did that, I just happened to be sitting at the right place at the right time, made a TikTok video, got over a million views and basically paid my bills off that one video. So I am a, I invested into Michael Cassidy, uh, not getting in trouble. I, he's out here doing God's work and making great content for us. Uh, real quick, Ricky Gray, what's up, brother? Uh, Annie, I think that says. Yeah, you're one of the first people I've actually been able to see in comments from X. So I do appreciate you. I know we can do spaces there. I need to work on that too. I definitely do. Steven, Daniel, shout out to you guys. Um, back over here. This is on Magnolia Tribune, another great Mississippi-based website. Uh, it used to be Y'all Politics, where they bought Y'all Politics, and it morphed into Magnolia Tribune. Some great folks over there. Uh, really, really good journalism over there, especially on the political spectrum. So here we go. Let's read this real quick. I mean, y'all get the gist of it, but we'll, we'll read it a little anyway. I don't do this just so I can read it, y'all. Read to y'all. But it says, former Mississippi congressional legislature candidate has raised $98,000 online for his legal defense fund. And, you know, at first they just uh, charged him with basically a misdemeanor, uh, a third-degree criminal mischief, which oh, was a Class D felony. And now they have gone back and charged him with a – I'm just I, – I, I'm, I'm mind-boggled that they would charge somebody with a hate crime for knocking over a statue. Uh, Paul Garrett, I am uh, on Rumble, too. I should have clicked live to go there. You had to take about two or three extra steps to do Rumble. And I can actually stream from Rumble to all these other platforms, but I'm trying to figure out which Restream product works best, whether we use Rumble or we use Restream or whatever. So y'all bear with me. We're definitely going to be at all them other places, but I don't have about five followers on Rumble. So I like to make it count. We need to build Rumble up, though, for sure. All right, here's a story. Michael Cassidy, former congressional and legislative candidate, has now been charged with a hate crime in Iowa for beheading a statue erected by the Satanic Temple at the Iowa State Capitol. The incident occurred in December of 23. Cassidy was initially arrested and charged with fourth-degree criminal mischief. He would be uh, released same day. Let's see here. A report from KCCI-TV out of Des Moines on Tuesday revealed that the court documents show the cost to repair or re re replace or repair the statue is between $750 and $1,500 and notes that the act by Cassidy was committed, quote, in violation of individuals' rights under Iowa's hate crime statute. Quote, both pieces of evidence bring the charge to third-degree criminal mischief, a Class D felony. So I guess the hate crime and the criminal mischief makes it a Class D felony. Cassidy has repeatedly defended his actions across social media interviews, including with Tucker Carlson, The Clay Edwards Show. Doesn't mention that, but I'm going to throw that out there. The Clay Edwards Show, just days after the incident. Uh, you know, he had to go on Tucker and really put a, get his name out there before I would have him on my show. You know I mean? It's, it's a big deal to be on The Clay Edwards Show. <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke, Democrats. Oh, let's see here. Cassidy, a former U.S. Navy pilot, he's actually a Top Gun pilot, later posted on X to those who think satanic altars have equal rights to be in capitals as, as the nativity scenes 
if a group is dedicated, uh, I'm not going to read too much anymore. He went and did it because they wouldn't allow a nativity scene, or maybe there was a nativity scene and they had the satanic statue. Really, it's all a moot point. It's a state, it's a satanic statue in a state capital that ain't got no business being there. This is absolutely ridiculous. He's he's a created a gifts and go and is raised around $98,000. That is a I hate referring to things as a conservative version, but there's really no other way to say it. It's kind of a conservative version of uh, blah, 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 GoFundMe. So we will post the link. Let's see here. I think we can do this. We can post the link in the comments here. So if anybody is interested in donating um, to Michael, there's the link right there. You know, I'm not saying you should or shouldn't, but uh, give us your heart desires. It's actually up to $111,000. But, you know, here's my fear. It's a hate crime. I mean, they don't play with these things, but I'm really disappointed in Iowa. This is a relatively conservative state charging a good God-fearing man, a good God-fearing man with, with a hate crime for knocking over a statue. But, you know, uh, my buddy Sean that I co-host my show with me a couple days a week, Sean Yorkron. He's like, well, you know, it's a political stunt. And I, I do agree. I mean, it is a political stunt, but every, everything's kind of a stunt, right? I mean, if I thought that I could, if I thought that I could get away with going and knocking over a satanic statue and get the press that he got out of it and raise $111,000, I'd be stunting. <laughs> what did Lil Wayne say? Stunting like my daddy. I'd be stunting my ass to whatever state capital had a satanic statue and beheading that son bitch. That statue would have effed around and found out real quick. It would have effed around and found out real quick. Let's see here. Let's read a few of your uh, comments here. Malakar says, now hold on. It says, uh, let's see. Now hold on. Don't they preach hate in the church of Satan? How can it be a hate crime if hate is the church's mission in the first place? Now, now Molokar, Molokar, hope I'm pronouncing that right. One of the others got to be right. If you know if it wasn't for double standards, Democrats would have none. And I guess I guess I'm going out on a limb here, assuming that Satan worshipers are in fact Democrats, because I think like part of the premise of the conservative party is Christianity. Now, I am an outspoken what we call barstool conservative i am a christian but i'm not what you would call a evangelical conservative i'm i'm a uh, socially i'm probably a little more liberal outside of abortion but I, i'm all about freedom of religion i'm really i'm more i'm just about freedom of fill in the blank freedom of again except except uh abortion that is one thing that i i can't get down with uh, selfish three, five, seven says it's a lot to clear here on X. I was watching on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably going to be a Facebook issue because we are rocking and rolling. We got perfect signal. Yeah. Perfect signal. No network issues. That's 10 out of 10. And if it's working good on X, right, it should be working good other places. What, what I really want to do is get away from streaming on Facebook at all. I, I'm not a fan. I don't think the views are right. I think they're way over-exaggerated. Pretty much anybody who scrolls past it 
watches for three seconds. They count it as a view. I don't consider that a view. So it's hard to get a gauge on it. I think YouTube actually does the best job of keeping up with your view count if they're not shadow banning you. So there's that. Look, what do y'all think, man? Michael Cassidy charged with a, a hate crime. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Let's uh, let's move on. To, we're just going to hit some topics here. Boom, boom, boom. A little more fast-paced with this show versus my radio show. So let's see here. Sorry, I'm reading a message from my mechanic on my vehicle. We've got to drop it off and get some work done. James O'Keefe. Do you guys keep up with... Do you guys keep up with James O'Keefe? You know, I know a, a lot of people, a lot of my audience is very localized, but we're going we're gonna to hit more national stuff today. Uh, Molokar says, use Twitch. It's what all the ASMR thoughts use. Yeah, that ASMR stuff is very weird to me. Very weird to me. I, I don't hate it by no means, but uh, it's unique just to watch other people do stuff, um, teach their own. All right, let me see here. Let me pull this up. James O'Keefe formerly of Project Veritas, dropped a nuke on the Biden administration today and had one of their one of their directors of cybersecurity tricked him out <laughs> tricked him out on a date. <laughs> it was good stuff. Good stuff. Anyways, O'Keefe goes undercover. White House official gives tell all on behind the scenes discussions surrounding Joe Biden's mental health mental health decline and Kamala Harris unpopularity within the administration. So what they can't say publicly. I actually got a James's tweet right here. Now you'll need to go to his ex. That's so weird calling to saying go to somebody's ex. I avoid mine. <laughs> I go to his ex and it's got about a 13 minute video here. I just, I watched it before I went live. Uh, I'm not going to play it cause I don't want to get a copyright strike for, playing somebody else's stuff but it says breaking top white house cyber official tells james o'keefe in disguise he was in disguise is great tells o'keefe in disguise that the white house wants to replace kamala harris and confirms president joe biden's mental decline quote biden is definitely slowing down i'm quote i'm just telling you what i've heard they are really concerned about it i think they need to get rid of him or her I'll tell you what we can do. I think we can play the first minute of this without getting in trouble. Let's see. Take the mute off.
Well, he just said it. He just said what we've been saying. He just said the quiet part out loud. Well, we've been assuming they want to remove Kamala, but you can't remove a black lady and stay in favor uh, with black lady. Brad, no sound on Facebook. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know. All right, so guys, y'all need to go watch this. I'm going to drop the link to, and I know if you're on certain platforms, you, you can't, this it doesn't share the uh, the the link in these comments, but it should share to Facebook and YouTube. So if you're watching on Facebook and YouTube, there's a link to the video. Highly recommend it. But what he's saying is that Biden does clearly have, I mean, this they're telling us the sky is blue and water is wet here, but it is unique to hear it from somebody in the administration, even if he, especially if he doesn't realize he's being recorded. They're telling us that Biden, they know Biden has cognitive decline. Duh. And they're telling us that the Biden administration wanted to replace Kamala Harris. But let me just read here. It says, uh, let's see here. It says, I'm telling you what I've heard. They're really concerned about it. I think they need to get rid of him or her. But no one in modern history has ever said, like, we're going to renominate the president for a second term. Charlie Crager, that's the guy who got busted, is a cybersecurity policy analyst and foreign affairs desk officer in the executive office at the White House. He tells O'Keefe, quote, I had a meeting with Michelle Obama. Someone asked her, will you ever run for office? And she said no, emphatically. She was like, I've seen enough of this shit my husband has to go through and does not interest me. That is interesting to hear her or somebody who's asked her confirm that. Now, I don't believe anything any of these people say when it comes to will they or won't they um, run or not. But anyway, so it says, uh, talking about Kamala Harris, says Kamala Harris hemorrhages black staff. She can't keep black staff. They quit on her in mass. Quote, she will be vice president. She will be the vice president nominee. There was a debate about removing her from the ticket, but sadly, they didn't. She's not popular, but you can't remove the first black lady to be vice president from the damn presidential ticket. Like, what kind of message are you going to send to, like, African-American voters? People would be like, what the fuck? Like, she's a woman, and she's multiracial. Uh, I can't stand somebody who says like a lot when they talk. Ooh. Uh, Moliker says... I believe O'Keefe is mostly on the side of truth. However, I also think stalker gotcha journalism started by Breitbart helped create the current atmosphere. Wiener's exposure probably led to Russiagate. I tend to agree with you on, on that. I, I do. I'm not the biggest fan of gotcha stuff, especially the way this one ends. He's like, now what would they think if you were, that they found out you were sitting across from James O'Keefe of Project Veritas? And you put a lot into, when you do that, you put a lot of assumption into people actually knowing who you are. Now, clearly James O'Keefe is very well known. And if you work for the White House, you should know who James O'Keefe and Veritas are. But, like, I just think, I, I feel like a jackass if I sat there and baited somebody into having a conversation with me and then took off my disguise and be like, gotcha. What'd you think? You were out. You're here. You are. You're a Democrat and you work for, fill in the blank, uh, the mayor of Jackson, something like that, you know, and just assume they're supposed to know who I am. 
And then they're like, who the hell are you? You know who I am. <laughs> anyway, not, uh, I, I, I get it. And, and I don't know really what this accomplishes. Again, I like it. It just says because it's my side winning, right? Like really, I'm kidding. It's my side winning, but it is a it is a bit cringe. I think it's the best way to say it. Uh, Moniker, I was a slacker in the '90s, Clay. I, I said a like a lot back then. I think probably hold the record for most days absent from class at Forest Hill. Brother, I skipped like 60 days in a row at Byram. <laughs> I don't know if it was the record, but uh, it it got my mama. My mama beat my butt because of it. Grady says, what if they drop uh, Obama? That's what I see in the dim bag of tricks. I, I know It sounds so easy to say. It makes all the sense in the world for them to, to want to add Obama there, right? It does. I mean, I, I would if I'm her. If I'm them, I'd be begging Michelle Obama. I, w I would be. I mean, they fawn over her, him, whatever. They're, they're, they're big fans. I mean, even, uh, again, I go back to my my Democrat friend, Sean. We were talking about this the other day, and he was like, oh, God, man, if, if, if Michelle runs, I'm voting. I don't care. We, we, we love her. We love the Obamas. It just makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit when somebody tells me they love the Obamas. Like they they drone they drone bomb kids. Uh, Chris, what exactly is your side winning though? Well, you're, we're winning this gotcha moment in, in this particular exchange. I, I would say that you know got him to say something bad about his boss that everybody assumed. Anyway, let me cut that off. You know, so that that's that's what I'm saying, Chris. I I, I don't think that we're winning much. But we, he won this exchange more so. Keith, class of 78, Florence. My mom graduated from Florence. Keith, I'm not sure. It wasn't 78 because I was born in 77. It'd probably be six, 71, 72, somewhere in there. Well, let's see here. All right, we're going we're gonna to keep rapid firing here, guys. Let's see here. Check my... Check my updates on X. I tell y'all a great follow if y'all are on X. Breaking nine one one. Lot. It's where I get a. I don't mind telling y'all where I get my stuff from. This is where I get a lot of my up to date breaking news nationally. Is um. Breaking nine one one here. Best way to do go to it. And they don't post any nonsense. They don't post any conversation. It's literally just breaking news stories and or links to their website with the full story. You go up here, you click that little notifications thing, and boom, you're on top of everything if you got an X account. Just uh, don't do it. Start making TikToks like I do. <laughs> I'm kidding. Let's see here. <clears throat> E. Jean Carroll, what a crap show this is. I thought this was funny. This is the woman that they just awarded $83.3 million to uh, in a BS 
defamation, sexual assault trial in New York trying to break Trump. And I'd forgotten. I tend to forget about Stormy. Well, I don't forget about Stormy Daniels, but I forget that she actually is ordered to pay Trump 300000 after losing a defamation case appeal. And this is exactly what's going to happen to E. Jean Carroll. She's going to lose a defamation case appeal and have to pay Trump a lot of money. And uh, that's really all I got to say about it. I don't care to get knee deep into this again. I've talked about it a couple times on the show this week. Let's see. Chris says Michelle Obama will never be because they didn't allow Hillary Clinton to be president. Let's be real. What if they just don't like Hillary's not likable. Hillary just isn't likable. I, I don't care for the, the Obamas at all, but Michelle doesn't come across like a witch, you know, like her or not, whatever. I mean, now she has, the, you know, more here lately. She's been a little more outspoken, but from a likability standpoint, I think she has to be above Hillary Clinton. Hillary comes across like a evil lizard person. She really does. That's just my opinion. I mean, I, I I don't care for Michelle. I don't care how likable Democrats think she is. I don't find her likable at all. But compared to compared to Hillary, she's a pleasure. All right, this is a complete shift of gears right here. Have y'all? I forget. I have to toggle the switch back on. There we go. Man, I love this new computer. It allows me to do all this stuff so fast, no lag, at least on my end. I got it from Pro Design PC right here in Brandon, Mississippi. Reach out to Brad Barrett, Pro Design PC. If you need a good streaming computer, a content creator computer for like what I do, a gaming computer, he can get you rolling. At an affordable price, you will not be disappointed. It's been a game changer for me. That's why I've been doing these live streams more and more and more this week. Like I said, working towards doing them every day at a consistent time every day, but we'll see. Anyway, Brittany Mahomes, is there a is there a more well, – talk about likability. Is there a less likable sports figure? I mean, she's so bad – that it makes Taylor Swift come across as more likable. She, they were, where was that game at the other day? It was, uh, wasn't Buffalo. Baltimore. They were playing Baltimore the other day, and they won. And here is Brittany, Miss Mahomes, doing a finger wag at somebody. Uh-uh. My friends just, I'm, bring, I'm friends with Taylor, bitch. It's me and Tay-Tay all the way, way. And then you got the, uh, the, the other most unlikable person in the world, Patrick Mahomes' brother, Jackson. Dancing Jackson Mahomes. But just, just look at her. I mean, she just looks. Ugh. She's actually wearing a, she, she has just, she's so oblivious. She looks like Darth. Looks like something Darth Vader would be wearing, or Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum. 
And it has her name going down the side of it. Now, I'm not one to completely hate on people wearing wearing their name on their shirt. I, I, in fact, have my name on my shirt right here. But it it is a product that I'm selling. It, it's not a, something with just my name on the side of it. But uh, to each their own. To each their own. She just has got to be the most unlikable spouse in all of sports, not just the NFL. I just saw this as I was doing a little prep here to find stuff to talk about and just figured that we can, if nothing else, we can all get behind not liking the same people. Let's see here. Check out a few of your comments. Yes, Chris, thank you, Baltimore. Um, Chris, uh, not Chris, uh, Head MH says, Clay, I'm hearing impaired and it's frustrating when there's nothing I can read. Please keep me and others in mind. Thank you. You're appreciated. Is there, I think I can do, I think I can do captions on this thing. Maybe do closed captions. I'll, I'll work on that if that's something you prefer. Are you just talking about, or are you just talking about doing content that you can read? I, I, I'll work on that, but I, I think we can do closed captions on here. I know I can on my short form videos. I can add the captions, so I will. I will definitely keep that in mind. Thank you for the. Uh, thank you for the 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 feedback there. Uh, Malacore said that name every different way I can. Says I. Uh, I don't know. I quit watching the NFL during the kneeling crap. Plus. The two bookies giving two Super Bowls to the Steelers with awful calls didn't help. I just watch college ball now. I'm glad that you mentioned bookies because I think here's a very interesting story that I've been following, and I can't believe that it's 2024 and we're still talking about this or we don't have this, but mobile – let me cut that off. Mobile sports gambling, and this isn't just game betting. This is – Fantasy, you know, for playing for money. Fantasy uh, betting as well. It says mobile sports betting bill moves to the Mississippi House floor. This is on the Magnolia Tribune. To, it's, it, to me, again, I'm a conservative, but I am a the, – the, the, the saying is barstool conservative. I'm, so, I'm kind of socially liberal, but physically conservative. People should be able to – People should be allowed to be as dumb as they want with their money. It, they, they truly should be allowed to be as dumb as they want with their money. If people want to gamble it all away or people want to buy all the lottery tickets they want, just please, when you buy your lottery tickets, make sure I'm not behind you at the gas station. Oh, y'all take so long. Anyway, here's the story. House gaming chair... Chairman Rep. Yuri says the proposed legislation ensures the brick and mortar casinos, as well as state and local governments, are considered as the mobile betting market develops. Here's the deal: a lot of the big casinos are against this. Now, some are for it. They get it. They can develop an app, and boom. You know what I bet ends up happening is 
outside of fantasy sports, they don't let any of these big people come in the market unless they own a casino here. Terrible. Let's read it. I have no idea. We're doing this in live time. Maybe it's something different. But I think anybody should be allowed that has the capital to do it and the ability. I shouldn't have to have a gaming license to um, to offer sports betting. Anyway, online sports betting may be legal outside the walls of Mississippi Casino if House Bill 774 gains traction in the legislature. On Tuesday, the House Gaming Committee took up the bill in a hearing that saw it move to the next step. Currently, betting on athletic event or online sports pools through a mobile platform while not standing in a casino is considered illegal. HB 774 aims to do what it aims to do is bring those illegal bets under the umbrella of existing casinos. There we go. There we go. If the bill becomes law, local governments will collect an additional 4% tax on winnings while the state will collect 8%. Those figures are over and above existing gambling tax structure said Gaming Committee Chair State Rep. Casey Urey, Republican. Each casino can only partner with one platform, but are free to choose the platform. Enter Urey says, um, the casino also has the option to develop their own platform if they wish. The aim of the bill is to protect the brick-and-mortar casinos in the state, Urey said. Urey, what are you? That is a weird name. Urey, am I saying that right? Urey said, this bill has been in the works for four years. The push to pass it started because Mississippi ranks first in illegal online betting in the United States. Well, it ranks first in illegal bets because you can't do it legally. In terms of revenue, Tennessee brings in $83.6 million in mobile sports betting tax revenue, while neighboring Louisiana brought in $40.4 million. If this bill makes it to the governor's desk and it is signed, Rep. Uri estimates an additional 25 to 35 million will be collected in gambling taxes. That estimate could be a bit conservative. The coastal Mississippi representative, well, of course, somebody from the coast is doing this because they want to be able to have their finger in the casinos, making sure they get their slice of the pie. Uh, the representative said, adding that he would not be surprised to see as much as 50 million. Well, he like to gamble down here. The, ta- the top six cities, Mississippi, I'm sorry, the top six cities in Mississippi with instances of illegal mobile of illegal mobile sports betting are Columbus, Greenwood, Meridian, Hattiesburg, Biloxi, and Jackson. By legalizing the option, Yuri said those figures will decrease. States that have legalized mobile sports betting have less instances of people going to an illegal betting site. Quote, and I got I got something I want to say, but I'm gonna read this. Quote, if you if you got if you go to a state that has legal mobile sports betting, it reverses, Yuri said. So as you can see, once you legalize mobile sports betting, you do away with a lot of the illegal market. Here's the one thing though, a bookie, a bookie can extend credit. There will always be a place for bookies. They can, again, they can extend credit. And I, I want to go back to these cities here. Columbus, Greenwood, Meridian, Hattiesburg, Biloxi, and Jackson. Now, a couple of these are are, are expected. Jackson's the biggest city, so we expect it to be in there. Plus, it's 45 minutes to the closest casino. The one I find strange 
to be on this list is Biloxi. Because you do have sports betting right there in the casinos on the coast. I'm surprised people would rather do it illegally on an app when they can do it locally there at the casinos. But a lot of people just don't want to get out of their damn car. A lot of people don't want to have to go into the casino, especially like somebody with a gambling problem. And they know they have a gambling problem. They're like, man, I just want to go in and get my gambling, my, my betting tickets. And they pass by a crap table. Next thing you know, they're busted. It makes more sense to gamble online. I know a couple people that are gambling addicts over the years. Anyway, I'm not going to read the rest of that. Y'all can go to magnoliatribune.com and check out mobile sports betting. Bill moves to the house floor. Let's see here. Moliker says, Mississippi doesn't have the personal personnel to enforce any law like that. There is literally one man sitting in an office for the Mississippi Department of Revenue trying to track people down. You know, typically they will find a way to enforce the law if they think they can make some more money doing it. And, and I'm all for them adding the stuff. I hate to see it continue to stop the little man. And basically you have to be a casino and you had to gamble with one of the, to team up with one of these betting sites. You know, I just want to wish they would allow fantasy football again and be able to bet on fantasy football. And hell has been so long since I played it. They, they may, I don't think they do though. <clears throat> the fantasy sports betting. I just, maybe that they, they can take this extra money, some of this extra money and continue to eliminate our income tax. That would be great. That would be great. Chris says, it's easier to place a 5 to $35 bet from your home than buying gas to go to the casino. I, I agree 100%. We are on the same page there, my friend. We are on the same page. That's why I would much rather to be able to do it on my phone. Wake up on Sunday morning, pull up my phone, look at the odds, see what the injuries are. Or see if any changes have made to the line. Place a bet on my phone or call my bookie. I think if you have to get up on Sunday morning, I'm just going to talk about pros here or Saturday morning, whatever. You got to get up. You live in Jackson. It's a 45-minute haul by the time you get there and park. 45 minutes to an hour, depending on where you live at around here, how far away it takes you to get to the interstate. Once you get on the interstate, it's 40, 45 minutes from central Mississippi to the, to Vicksburg. Another, you know, 45 minutes, an hour up to Philadelphia to gamble. I mean, it's just a pain in the ass. You know, if you, I'm just going to, I want to paint with a, with a broad brush here, but a lot of people that like to gamble also like to drink. You know, you got to wake up on Saturday or Sunday morning with a hangover, go to the casino. I mean, look, some players are like game time decisions, like important players. They can absolutely shift the line a point, point and a half, a half point, whatever. You know, I, I want to be able to wait to the last minute to place my bet. But that's just me. It's going to be uh, interesting to see if Mississippi gets this done. I think they will. There's a big push for it. I was actually talking to a buddy of mine that hosts a local sports radio show the other day and actually brought this very topic up. And I was like, man, what casinos are against it? And one of the ones that he you know, thought may be against it was the Beau Rivage. 
It's like, man, MGM? I mean, you'd think they'd be all over getting their fingers in the mobile gaming pie. So I thought that was kind of kind of interesting there. Let me uh, read this text real quick. It is concerning uh, picking up, dropping my vehicle off. All right. Looks like I'll be able to afford that, I hope. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see here, man. Let's, let's run through um, WLBT real quick. Hey, I was going to let y'all know, man, I, if you've been watching or following me, I've been all on Anthony Fox, <clears throat> the uh, former JPD police officer who was found guilty, falsely found guilty of manslaughter here a couple years ago, who is uh, now a Clinton police officer or Clinton detective. His case, uh, his verdict was reversed. He will be getting out of jail and they will not be able to have another trial. That's great. I, I got to speak with him today. He's hyped up. He's piped up. Looking forward to him becoming a 100% free man here sometime. Any minute now or in the next 24 hours. Um, I was told that MDFC could do a 21-day hold. We hope and we pray that is not the case. The second that the appeals court came down with the reversal, he should have been told he can walk right out of the jail. So it's ridiculous that they're holding on to him. But yeah, I, I spoke with his mom, his dad. Just uh, he's very, very excited as you would be. He, he was in t today made the 545th day he's been in jail for a crime he is officially innocent of. I know people have gone much longer, but could you imagine having to hit pause on your life for 545 days for a crime you did not commit? I hope that he sues the kneecaps off this state. And in particular, Hines County, DA Jody Owens, the judges, I always forget which judge, or Wooten. Judge Wooten, hope he sues her kneecaps off. Like Whitney Houston smoked hers off. I hope they sue Wooten, Jody, and Chakwe Antoine Lamoon with the mayor of Jackson. I, I just rattles their cage. I mean, I hope they're having to put stuff in their mama's name. He sues them so bad. And then I hope they sue, then I hope he sues the mamas. So maybe stay in tune to that. We will, we will be all over that. Tomorrow morning, I, I'm not 100% sure there's going to be a radio show in the morning. I'm efforting some logistical uh, issues. If, if there is, well, I'll have John Gallagher on with me in the first hour. Or maybe both hours because he may end up being my ride. <laughs> anyway, I'm working on that. And we will keep this party going. Guys, thank y'all. Well, hold on. Let me read uh let me read a few things here. Yeah, I'm gonna say if y'all got anything y'all want to talk about. Brooke says, What do you think about the man that got 20 years for beating his wife in Flowood? You know, I typically avoid getting into domestic stuff because I know a lot of the times there can be two sides to everything. <clears throat> this is not one of those cases. I'm, and I'm very aware of that. He beat the brakes off of his wife. Let's see here. I got it pulled up here on Kingfish's site here. So this is the, this is our guy that Todd Martis, I believe is his name at 20 years, 17, to serve, you know, good behavior. He'll be out in eight, 
ish seven to eight years if you don't get in any trouble in jail. The wife didn't make it easy. You know, she was, she was, you know, I, I believe efforting him getting a lesser sentence. It's got to be a very complicated situation when you love somebody, yet they beat you to death, almost to death. So, I don't know. I, I, I personally try to stay out of these these type things. I, obviously, I do not support anybody that wants to abuse, you know, physically abuse their spouse. But I also understand that people get blinded by love. And I'm, I'm talking about the wife right here, not him. What he did is inexcusable. And uh, hopefully, their time away from each other, uh, she can uh, realize that she doesn't need that kind of drama in her life. And, you know, I say, I, Kingfish does a great job covering these kind of stories. If you want to go to uh, jacksonjambalaya.com, I will drop the link to that here in the comments as well. That's going to be the best coverage you see on that story, hands down. Yeah, uh, Brooke, thank you for uh, for watching. I can say I, it is, it is a touchy, touchy topic with with domestic stuff, and I mean it's why more cops get shot or killed on domestic calls than anything else. Because you know you get there, you got somebody getting their ass beat by a loved one, then the cops get involved and they both start beating on the cops or whatever. I, like I said, I've just learned to, when it comes to domestic, let them handle it themselves. Let the cops get involved. If I get, when I give you give an opinion on some stuff, which I'm quick to give my opinion on about anything. And I, I'm, I guess I gave it to you on this, but there's, there's clearly a bad guy in the situation. You could get there back. You can talk about them. And then the, the, the victim can get upset with you too. It, love is a strange thing. Love is a strange, strange creature. All right, guys. Appreciate y'all tuning in. We're still working through this. I hope to be doing these every day, sometime between noon and 2 p.m. That's the game plan. Then it'll also go up as a it'll go up as a audio only podcast too. So you'll be getting two full podcasts every day. The radio show plus the clips when I have time to clip it up plus this secondary live stream show, which I, it ain't secondary, but it's the second show of the day. Chris says, what are Pearl's chances of getting a new baseball team next year? So the, so the Braves will play this year. It's their last year there. <clears throat> I, I would be shocked if another team doesn't move, and here's why. The Major League Baseball passed a new rule for all of its – minor league affiliated teams or major league affiliated minor league teams with some stadium upgrade requirements that they had to have, including a separate facility for umpires and a medical facility on site or some version of that combination there. A lot of these older stadiums, I was told some of them would need 25 to $30 million in renovations to get up to par to continue to be an affiliate of the major league teams. Brandon, I'm sorry, Pearl only needed about, I say only needed about a million dollars in upgrades. It's already been done. 
so it is 100% turnkey ready to go if another team or another city doesn't want to invest this 25 or 30 million into a stadium. And I can assure you there's a lot of them that have no interest in doing such a thing. So I think we will get another stadium. Will people support it? I mean, what more could you ask for? You had the Braves. You know, it ain't like no, 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 no knock on the team down in Biloxi. I think they got a cool thing going on down there, but the Shuckers, I mean, do you really want to, do you really want to watch the, 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 the the pearl pigs i don't know i'm just making something up here you know a lot of these minor league teams use different names kind of silly over the top type names or like delta states the fighting okra which i would actually be really cool uh have a merch like that but i don't know you have the braves one of the most recognizable brands in all of sports so we shall see i i think it's going to be tough but i will say this to the braves they got very bland with some of their promotions and marketing. And I also think I said this a couple times. Now I believe that Mississippi's love affair with college baseball and travel ball and tournament ball and all that stuff. I believe that does negatively hurt the Braves or any minor league team here. Uh, if you're a state or Ole Miss fan, you've just won a national title in the last couple of years. Would you rather go catch a series in Starkville or Oxford one weekend or a midweek game in July or August in Pearl. Nothing against Pearl, but you know, you're usually going to go where there's a there's a <clears throat> there's an attachment to your college team. You know, there's unlike any attachment you can have to to a uh, a minor league affiliate, in my opinion. Now, I've got an attachment with the Mets, and I'm actually a Cardinals fan, but the Jackson Mets here when I was growing up. So I guess it depends on how old you are and the memories you made at the stadium. I have very fond memories of being a Mets fan, going to Smith wheels with a uh, Daryl strawberry and Lenny Dykstra and that whole crew coming up through here. So, <clears throat> you know, I guess it just depends on your, on your love affair, but I think that the success of those teams hurts minor league baseball here in the state. I, I do, I guess my Pearl pigs comment. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that rhymed with it. Like PP Pearl pigs. I was uh, going to say pirates, but I mean, that's already the high school pigs for some reason is the first thing that came to mind. Uh, Roger says they will have to do that for the Columbus facility that they are going to. It's a trash stadium. Yeah. They're, well, they're rebuilding that whole stadium. They, yeah, but, but that's, that's to, to the point they're going to have to do that. And a lot of these pre-existing teams aren't going to have any interest or the, the, the cities aren't going to have any interest in having to spend that kind of money to keep them. So I think you'll get somebody who thinks that they can do it. Um, maybe, maybe triple a ball comes here. I don't know, but I think a lot of people are going to look at it and say, man, the Braves couldn't make it there in the Southeast. It's going to be tough, but that stadium is actually owned by Yates construction. They built it. They own the stadium. It's not a burden on the taxpayers. That part of the deal is over with. So, will will they work a deal out with a team to come here? Endeavor that just bought all those teams. Endeavor, Endeavor, which owns WWE and the UFC, bought the Braves minor league teams, and they're the ones that moved it. Not necessarily the Braves organization. And they're going to go wherever they get the best deal. Uh, would Endeavor move another team here? 
of the 25 or 30 that they bought, I doubt it. I mean, why would you move another one here unless they were able to get a good deal? I guess anything can happen in business. So we'll see. We will see. Uh, what a, uh, Paul says the state has three programs, all three in the top 10 in baseball attendance. Yeah, I, I, shame on me. I forget to mention Southern Miss. Great point there. You got Southern Miss also, and they are. They're in the top 10. I just think that's a big chunk of it. These travel ball teams, too. It's super expensive. You know, you got your kid out on a two, three-day weekend run playing tournament ball, travel ball. I mean, do they really want to go to a Wednesday, Thursday night game at Trustmark Park? Can you – I mean, it's not it's not expensive to go to these games strictly buying a ticket-wise. You know, 7 to $12 a piece for the most part. That's not bad. Really, it's not. And anybody can just about get a free ticket to any of the game they wanted to go, if you know one of the sponsors or anybody. People always have given away free tickets. I think I paid to go to a Braves game once. And somebody's always offering free tickets. But it's just, it's a lot of time. It's 10 bucks to park. They quit taking cash at the stadium. Didn't take cash to park. You had to use your card for every damn thing. That was the big turnoff for me. But I can overlook all that. What I can't overlook is 120 degrees in July and August and September. Chris says exactly what I was saying. Or how about letting local college hold tournaments there? I mean, they continue the old Miss and State games there. Yeah. I mean, look, they're going to do something with it. I can't imagine it's going to sit there. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure Yates is working effort, you know, tirelessly to get something else done there. But I, I don't think you'll have a I don't think you'll have a situation like the Metro Center, for example, just using a big empty facility. I think at the most that thing may sit there one year. And you'll still, I would think, have your college ball, college tournaments there. I would hope, though it is a lot of trouble to crank open a facility to only use four or five times a year, doing a temporary staffing and all that, be a, it's a pain in the ass. But, uh, you know, I guess kind of like the amphitheater, they could figure out, let a management, let a company come in there and manage the concessions and, and all that like they do at the amphitheater and maybe, maybe treat it like that. Oh, let's see here. Roger says, honestly, they price themselves out. The food and drinks got ridiculous. Th th that part is expensive. That that part is. The, the beer is ridiculous. Let's see here. Brooke says, the problem is you got to get those kids off the electronics and get them out of the house to go to games. And Roger says, it would be a great place to hold the SEC tournament. I, I wish they would rotate that tournament. They should rotate the SEC tournament. I know Hoover's been a great host. But they, they should rotate the baseball tournament and give other folks a chance to catch midweek games, midday games that I haven't travel. So, all right. This is the kind of stuff I can talk about all night. We've been here right at an hour. I got to go do some stuff. Appreciate you guys. Uh, I will let y'all know if tomorrow's show ends up being a rerun or not. And if it is, I'll fire up. If it is, it's just because of logistics. And I will fire the camera up here and do a live show from the house. And maybe one day I can do the radio show from the here without having to drive to Florida. That would be great. I could do an extra hour every day if I didn't have to drive two hours round trip. Uh, hey, neither here nor there. Uh, anything worth having is worth working your ass off for. Y'all take it easy. Uh, Joseph Fox, my man, love you on behalf of myself and my family. Hey, what's up, brother? Man, look, we got Joseph, we are 
talk to your brother today, man. Uh, we are rocking and rolling, praying uh, for everybody. Hope he's out. And uh, look, we will take you. Uh, let's see. You need a radio van like Tim Pool. Man, I like Tim Pool. I don't care what anybody says. I, I, I like Tim Pool, Malakar. But uh, Joseph, y'all stay blessed. Uh, keep me up to date. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help out with Anthony. Y'all stay blessed. I will see y'all on the other side. Peace out.